Sean, just a quick look back on, on Wednesday, first of all. You praised the mentality of your, your squad. How important was your part in that? Uh, my part wasn't out there playing. Um, Correct. So my, my part wasn't that important. Um, no, just uh, reminding the players of, of the work they've done, the work they've got to do, um, and the manner that we wish to do it. And, and I think that's all you can do is, is guide the players in the right direction. At the end of the day, it's them that delivers the performance. And overall, I still think there's more... Uh, a more balanced performance out there and I think we have been this season uh, but we found a way to win and that's important at this stage Well just following on from that then how much does your experience count having Thanks. been in this predicament before as a, as a manager with this, with this football club is this where your managerial skills come to the fore? You can never quite tell you hope they do you hope the years of experience help you um, you've got to affect a group in the right way um, you've got the players who have got to affect each other in the right, uh, right way. Sorry, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in player ownership. Um, we like to provide the messages that I think count, but they have to they have to take that on and, and and share the ownership of it as a group and take that into performances. So I think that we've got a good mentality towards the challenge in front of us. Um, I think we've shown that many times down the years and there's some experienced players here around that side of the game when you're not flying and things are tough. Um, so the mixture, hopefully, will be a big part of the, the remaining nine games. Yeah, I suppose the, the follow-on from that is you reminded the players that enjoy the moment, but there's going to be nine more of these to come. But confidence is, is massive in football, so it can only give them that boost, can't it? Well, it certainly helps. You know, these are, these are uh, tough tough games, the hard yards. You know, as uh, Eddie Jones terms it when I speak to him, you know, he always says it's the hard yards, and that's, that's important over a season. You know, doing the hard graft, doing the... The miles, doing the details, putting in the, the, the mental effort as well and the prep effort. You know, players giving up a lot at this time of the season to zone in and give everything to the cause. And I think that's an important factor. Um, we do have experience of that. We do have experience of tough times and how to handle that. Um, but like I say, it doesn't define the whole season just because you've got experience. It's about going out there and delivering performances every time the whistle blows. And, and you know, a tight one the other night, we got on the right side of it, showed a really solid mentality. And that's got to be the same for the remaining nine games. You just know... The last one doesn't give you the next one, so we've got to go down to Norwich and perform well again uh, and actually add to a performance uh, the details that I think are relevant. They are bottom, but <clears throat> I, I me. assume you're still expecting a very difficult game. What, what are you? Well, of course, they're still fighting. They're still working. They still believe, I'm sure. You know, you, you don't play in the Premier League without belief. Um, you, you, you can't make it to the Premier League and you can't handle the Premier League without belief. So they'll be feeling that they've still got something to play for, quite obviously, as we all do. Um, so our guard's got to be up. We've got to be ready mentally, physically, be prepared, organised uh, to go and deliver. I think Dean Smith said this morning, it's two redheads fighting it out on the... Uh, on the managerial touchline there. Uh, did he? Okay, I tried to forget that I've got red hair, to be honest. Um, when I look in the mirror, it's brown. <laughs> Are these the sort of games that you target for points? I mean, you're probably going to tell me every game you go out to win, but when you look at the table, and it's hard not to look at the table for fans and, and even players alike, they must look at the teams you've got to play and say, these are the ones we can win. Well, every game you go out to win. Mm -hmm. um, but at, at the end of the day, it's... Um, that there's certain, statistically, there's certain chances for a Premier League season, season on season on season, where you do have a better chance to win a game. Um, that doesn't write off any other game. It just means that statistically, you, you have an area of the table that your points are more likely to come from. But, but like I say, and these things, they're thoughts of, of history. They're not thoughts of the future. You know, just because that's a, a case and our record is strong against teams uh, down and around in, in most seasons that we've been in the Premier League, that doesn't mean that you, you win. So... All that gets parked very quickly. The reminders to the players are doing the right things, delivering performances, 
delivering the basics well. That was the biggest message the other night at half time. We'd, we'd gone off the basics, a little soft on the basics. And I said, the basic principles are what we do. Um, and we did it better in the second half. So, you know, all of the uh, things we talk about, the, the history, the stats, the facts, they can only guide you in the right direction. The facts are the whistle blows, you've got to deliver performance. At this level, you have to be performing or else you don't get what you need. And you have to make big calls as well. Some may say you made a big call on Wednesday, leaving <coughs> Dwight McNeil out the starting eleven, but it paid off. You you won the match. Um, do you change your winning lineup? We'll see. That's for me to know and for you to find out. Each game as it comes. Someone said that once. I don't know who it was. <laughs> Uh, inj injuries, players, any, any, anybody? Yeah, knowing back, knowing back for this one. Obviously, it's only a few days since the last one. Um, Ben's uh, Ben Mee's beginning to make progress. Um, as is Eric Peters. Uh, Peter, sorry, they're back on the grass, but on the medical side, still not with us. Um, and Johan's going to be a longer term thing. And just finally, for me, uh, Frank Lampard. He's only been in the job a short while at Everton. Any feelings for him and advice, really, on coping with uh, this sort of situation? Um, I don't think he needs advice. I wouldn't patronise any manager with advice. What I would say is that he'll, he'll find his way. That's the job. You know, it's, it's not always easy. Um, but whatever players you've got, whatever the noise is around you, focusing in on the job, I'm sure he's wise enough to do that. He did it as a player um, and still in the early, relatively early part of his managerial career, but had quite a lot of experience in a short period of time. So, look, it's tough. You know, the, the, the league's tough. He knows that. I know it. Um, you know, even the media side, I was misquoted the other night and made it clear that we've been down there. It's hard to win games. And sometimes how do you find a way of winning it? That changed the story. Um, he'd know the way that the media has to work, you know, as do I. Um, and it adds twists and turns to, to what the story is around your football club. That's all part of it. And he understands that, I'm absolutely sure. Thanks very much. Thank you. Hi, Sean. I was with uh, Eddie Howe yesterday. I know Jesse, Jesse Marsh spoke about Leeds United's predicament. Both managers said, don't look at the table, can't influence what we're doing. I wonder, is that the same for you or is that just managerial speak outwardly to the media or do you actually need to look at the table because that ultimately dictates what the challenge is ahead of you? It's a, it's, it's a bit of both, but 80% of it is focused on what you're doing. But the 20% is just because you can't get away from it. People are ramming that table down your face every week, including yourselves. You know, it's part of the media's job. It's part of the fans, your friends, you know. Whoever's involved around you always wants to say, oh, you know, but the table's saying this, the table's saying that. And it doesn't lie. Um, but that's not, you're not focusing on the table. It's not going to correct itself. You have to correct it. So the most of the attention, probably 90% actually, doesn't, you know, goes on the team. It goes on what's next. It goes on prepping. It goes on organisation. Player form, player mood, who's, who's ready, who doesn't look as ready, injuries, COVID, all the rest of it. So that's the things that I, I presume they're alluding to, is just staying, staying focused on the job in hand. And the job in hand is to win football matches, whatever way you look at it. That's my job, and that's my staff's job and the team job. Would it be fair to say then, particularly at this stage of the season, being mentally strong is every bit as important in these games as it is what you put out on the pitch? Well, mental toughness should be part of a footballer's makeup. You can't make it to the Premier League as a footballer unless you have some form of mental toughness. It's not easy going out there and playing. Um, when things are not going as to plan or they're not going as smoothly, obviously it feels even tougher at times. But we've shown that we've got a strong jaw over many seasons in the Premier League. We've shown that we can handle situations. We've shown that we can deliver. Um, but as I said, and I say it all the time to the players as well, just because you show it doesn't guarantee the next one. You have to keep showing it. You have to keep maintaining high standards in training. You have to keep maintaining high 
mental focus when you go out on a football pitch, you know. And I said that's the that's the demand of the job. We have got a pretty rounded group here. I mean, there's some obviously with Val Maxwell pretty new to the Premier League, but they're still reasonably rounded as characters and and in their in their football life. Um, and we've got some who are very rounded in the Premier League, so they understand it. But like I say, these these are helpful things, but they don't guarantee anything. You've got to go out and deliver. That's where you count on your big players then, isn't it, for that experience, the adva little advantages you can get on the pitch? Well, you want everyone to, to add to their performance, you know, whichever player it is, you know, be the person that makes a difference. You know, it's a big thing that I say to the players all the time. Everything counts. Every detail of every performance counts. Don't, don't um, think you can just slide by a decision. Don't think you slide by a, a moment in time. They all count. You know, games can turn very quickly on very minor details. So every detail is important. And I tell the players to focus on that all the time. And just finally, with that in mind, then this game at Norwich comes on Sunday. Everybody else will have played before you. Is that a plus or a negative in your mind? Yeah, it's a, a Premier League makeup. You know, the last few seasons, the game's been all over the place due to COVID, due to changing the schedule. We've got added games and all sorts. That's just part of being in the Premier League. You know, our players are used to that. Thanks very much. Thank you. Hi, Sean. Hey. No, so no fresh injuries from, from the week, do you think? Ben or, or Eric might have a chance for, for West Ham if not this not one. For, not for, oh, oh sorry, for West, for West Ham, Ham uh, yeah. poss possibly. Um, yeah, we'll wait and see on that one. Uh, sorry, not for this week, but yeah, they're out on the grass with the physios and the, uh, sorry, the sport weather crossovers, physios to sports science. Um, and then it's how quickly they can get out with us. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a possibility. Uh, I possibility you, sorry. I know you're not one for timescales, but Johan, is he like, do you think he'll play again this season? Is he sort of... We're not sure yet. Um, it's still going to be a while yet till he's on the grass so we're not sure yet we'll have to wait and see I think you said on um, Wednesday night when we were talking about Matt Lowton and he sort of came on for, for 20 minutes not easy to come on in a game of that magnitude and the way that game was, was going at the time has he given you something to think about their selection wise just with his experience think, and know-how I think the kind of season we've had everyone gives you something to think about because piecing together a team that can win you know, we've had spells when we've looked strong and then we come away from it and lost four and then we look strong in the second half particularly against Everton. Um, we want the players to be ready. You know, varying players come on into games, we want them to be ready to affect the game and affect the performance and, and they've shown that down the seasons here they can do that um, and, and be ready for if you're going to start. So we want all players to be ready at all times. Sounds easy. It's not that easy. You know, when you're sitting on the bench, it's, some players focus, some players lose focus, some players want to be out there playing, some players are good from the bench, some players find it difficult from the bench, you know. So, so it's, it's not an exact moment in time, but we want them to be ready to deliver. That particular position right back, I know you've got competition across the pitch really, but that seems a very, um, perhaps a marginal call between, between Connor and Lowe. I think when you said, when Connor came I think initially, it wasn't wasn't so much what, what Lights had done wrong, it was just you fancied an alternative. Yeah, and I, and I think um, when Bardo's fully fit as well, very experienced player, Bardo, and, and delivered for us over the season. So, you know, a good mixture, you want them problems, you know, and you want you want to have the conundrums of, of picking the right team because you well, usually if you've got that, it means they're playing well or possibly not, but there could be injuries. So if you've got everyone fit, well, that's a good sign for starters. So the more players we've got fit, the more choices I've got to make, the better chance we've got of hopefully steering ourselves in the right direction. Speaking of choices to make, we, we touched on Dwight McNeil after the game on, on Wednesday and you spoke about Maxwell being able to give you a little bit more perhaps going forward, but he still needs to work on the defensive side of the game. Defensively, Dwight is excellent. His, his stats sort of bear that out. Is it, is it possible to have that perfect balance of going forward and, and defending given? It is, and it's called £77 million. <laughs> it, 
how so therefore how difficult a decision is it is it game by game where you think like Maxwell on the left perhaps we need a bit more attacking impetus this week versus maybe yeah right sometimes sometimes how, it's that how do you see uh, that the balance of the team how the team are operating uh, varying players working into the team unit um, there's varying reasons you know and and the other night I just felt Maxwell with his running off the shoulder he breaks the back line slightly better than Dwight because he's a bit wiser at that side of his game and as you rightly said Dwight's slightly wiser in the defensive uh, side of the games. He's been with us longer, don't forget, Dwight. So he, he's seen that side of it. Um, the right games, the right player, the right the right feel of a player's performance and the team's performance. So that all, all goes into the thinking. Because we've seen Dwight offensively, he can, you know, he can provide a threat. He, I know he hasn't scored this season and he's not created too many assists, but he has got that in his locker, hasn't he? Yeah, he'll come through that period. I mean, you know, there was a lot of noise about that sort of during this season and that can play on a player. You know, it really can and particularly when you're younger but he's got ability but there's no two ways about it. You know, he could slide into any team in the Premier League. I'm convinced of that with his with his technical ability and he continues to learn the game and when to get higher at the pitch, when to break the back line, when to go high and wide um, because his, his usual game is to come inside and, and drop short to get the ball. What he's got to work on, which he is doing, is recognising the opportunities to go and break the back line, recognising the opportunities to get wide and run forwards because um, when he does that, is a real threat. And lastly, for me, just um, on off the field matters, I heard the news this week about Dale Stevens and been um, been done for drink drink driving. How disappointing a situation is that to find yourself in? It's life. The second time. Simple as that. They they uh, their players live a life away from here. You know. You know. We try and give them good advice about their life in here, but when they go away from here, they're adults. They do. They live their life accordingly. So that's life. Out his hands up. Took what's coming and get on with life. No thoughts of not putting him in the squad on. On Wednesday. Absolutely not. Thank you. All the best for Sunday. Thank you. No, it had a it had a minor um, uh, a minor hairline kind of fracture in his tibia uh, fibula. Sorry, fibula fibula. The small bone on the outside of his uh, leg. Yeah, it's quite it's quite minor, but it still takes a period to settle down and to uh, to heal or to get strong enough because it's not a weight bearing bone, but it still needs to heal. Well, it's high up on his leg. That might be the confusion. No, no, it's high, it's high up the bone, right, the outside of his knee. So that might have been the confusion, yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask about Dwight is just kind of how he's been in terms of yeah, absolutely great. I mean, look, he's, he's learning all the time and about his, his own his own manner, his own acceptance of information, his own learning style. So, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely aware that that's part of the professional job. You know, if things aren't quite working for you, you come out for a boot, you go back in and you're effective again. So, no, he's, he's understanding of, of what it is to be a professional. He's, he's rounding himself as a, as a professional all the time. And that's part of it. He's in a great growth cycle for me. You know, the... When you're going well, you know, you do learn and you develop, but when, when the challenges come your way, that's often when you learn more about yourself, you learn more about the role, you learn more about the profession. So I said to him, you're going through a great growth period at this time when, when the challenge is a bit higher than it has been.